Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the voice of grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. We bless the Lord for this Friday morning that he has given to us. We give him the praise and we give him the glory. This Friday reminds us to start getting ready and preparing ourselves for our worship service on Sunday morning, a time where we lay aside all of our busy schedules and come together to corporately just worship our living God and be an encouragement to someone too, to uplift another person's spirit. And so we bless the Lord for this Friday that he has given to us. We glorify his name and we give him the praise. My brothers and sisters, Sunday will soon be here Remember what Jesus said, that we are to take that time and to just worship the living God, the resurrected God. I strongly encourage you to lay aside everything else and go worship the living God. Worship him corporately. For the book of Hebrews tell us, let us not neglect the gathering of ourselves together. I'd encourage you to desire it and purpose it in your heart to go to the house of God and to worship God and be an encourager an encouragement to someone too. As we continue this morning, our devotion, I want to draw your attention this morning to 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 to 11. I'm reading from the New King James Version this morning. And it reads, for if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of the eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flock on the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward will live ungodly and delivered righteous lot 
who opposed who was opposed by the filthy conduct of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul for day to day and by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds and then the lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust on the punishment for the day of judgment and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority they are presentuals self-willed they are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusations against them before the lord what a passage this morning a passage of warning a passage of advice for the believers and also for unbelievers we all remember yesterday when the apostle peter warned us and told us that as christians we will have to fight against struggle with false prophets with false teachers who will come secretly to bring destruction and bring destructive heresies denying the lord and denying the power of god but the apostle peter also says something he said they will do this by their covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words but it didn't end there he said to us for a long time their judgment has not been idle that destruction does not slumber and then if you notice in the next verses it began to say to us if god did not spare And I believe this is a a warning for us to consider. A warning for us to consider that if God himself did not spare the angel. If God did not spare angels, how can God spare those who totally refused unto surrender to Jesus I can God forgive them but that's not all that I see in this passage though there's something else that I see if angels can fall if angels can change if angels can fall into sin I want you to know that anybody can fall into sin. 
I want you to know that anyone can fall into sin. Be it a pastor, be it a bishop, be it a deacon, uh, deaconess or deacon, be a layman in the church, be a Christian. Anyone can fall into sin. So don't let it be a surprise when you see mighty men and women of God falling into sin. Let this also be a warning to those of us who are shepherds, those of us who are proclaiming the word of God, those of us who are representing God, speaking for God. Let this be a warning to us. You and I, we are not immune to sin. You and I can fall. This should help us to continuously remain close to God and reading the Bible continuously. This should encourage us to continuously seek His face and to continuously pray. You see, the angels, God did not spare them because of their title. And that leads me to the second point. God did not spare them because of their title. So don't think God would just spare you because of your title. God spared you because of his grace and his mercy. It's not because of your title. You see, their titles also did not prevent them from sinning. Their titles did not prevent them from sinning. Your title will not prevent you. Only Jesus Christ can prevent you from sinning. And that's why you pray every day and say, Lord, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me. Deliver me. Titles, you can have it all. It does not prevent you from sinning. You can still be married and still sin. You can still live in the church and still sin. The only person who literally can prevent you, can stop you from sinning, is Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit, if you yield to the Holy Spirit, if you commit yourself to God, His Spirit will enable you to not sin. But naturally, you cannot prevent yourself from sinning. Because I see here that the angels sin and God did not spare them. Let me also tell you that the angels 
and the people, the country, they did not just sin, but they passed what we call sinning. And they made themselves a dwelling place of sin. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Look at the people in Noah's day. The past of sinning. They were not just sinning now, but they have made themselves a place of hell, a place of sin. You see, sometimes we sin. But habitually, when we continue to live in that sin, we have moved from sinning to making ourselves a place to live and indulge in sin. Because now we are accepting all sin. It happens in Sodom and Gomorrah, and it's happening in our world today. In our community community today, it is just acceptable now. We are making the country a place to just live in sin and live any kind of way. We're making our homes. We're making our lives. a dwelling place of sin and we think it's just okay and we think it's just fine and in the midst of all of this Noah was one of those who lived among them Why am I saying this to you? If God did not spare the ancient world, I want you to know if we, if the nation continue to live like this and walk like this and move like this and behave like this, God may not, dis- and God may not spare this nation. You see, God saved Noah one of the eight people, because Noah and his family, they all together were eight in a boat. Noah was the preacher of righteousness. In this time, we find ourselves, in this atmosphere, we find ourselves. Are you a preacher of righteousness? Or are you a preacher who just accept and let everything just go. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. You see, bringing in the flaw on the world of ungodliness and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, that's what God did and condemning them to destruction and making them an example to those who after war will live ungodly. This was an example. 
and deliver righteous Lot. Lot was righteous in the midst of homosexualism, in the midst of evil, in the midst of lesbianism, in the midst of wickedness in Sodom and Gomorrah. And imagine how he was oppressed with the filthy conduct of wickedness. And imagine how his spirit was tormented. You as a righteous person constantly and continuously see ungodliness happening. You see oppression taking place, suppression taking place. You see people being brutally killed, abused, insulted. You see constantly people being suppressed. You constantly see the sinful ones continue to just rise up and sin just continue to increase. You see molestation continue to just rise and rise and rise. You see evil just happening. It torment your soul, your spiritual soul, your righteous soul. And imagine him living in the midst of all of this and not even having peace of mind for himself and his children. He's stressed out about his own children. When they go out, what else is going to be done to them? He's dealing with all of this. This is the kind of time we find ourselves. But the third thing that I want you to know in this passage quickly is that the punishment of sin and against sin. You see, they were angels. They were great. They were powerful. But you know what happened? God did not spare them because they were angels, because they were great, because they were powerful. No, God did not spare them. So it doesn't matter whether you are an angel, whether you are great, whether you are powerful. If you and I continue to live in sin, expect to end up into hell. Expect that. And those who are opposing in the gospel and those who just hit the gospel so much, I want you to also know that God will punished the sin that are committed and God is against sin not you but God is against sin so an opportunity for you and I to change God is so gracious in dealing with us that God deals with us graciously did you notice in the passage how the passage is a then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations? God knows how, and he does so with his grace and his love. The Lord knows how to deliver his people. Today, 
is your opportunity to yield to the Holy Spirit, to yield to God. The Spirit of God is speaking to you near where you are and just say, Lord, here I am. Save me from this eternal punishment, from this judgment that is reserved for the unrighteous. Save me. Those of us who are wondering what would happen to the unrighteous, those of us who are worried about justice, or justice will come. The unrighteous will be dealt with. But you have to just hold on to God. The false teachers, the false prophets, will be dealt with if they don't repent and yield to God who is speaking every day. So I'd encourage you this morning to surrender to God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.